Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, the New Money Podcast, episode 50. How this TikToker gets millions of views talking about personal finance with Pari Bafna. How y'all doing, man? Thank you so much for coming back in, checking out the show. Really quick, if you are using Apple Podcast, I would really appreciate if you guys left a review down below. Five stars, one star, does not matter. So today I had the chance to speak with Pari, who is on TikTok and it took off. And then she just kept making more and then, you know, off she went. And it was talking about things like index funds and budgeting and, you know, debt and all these kinds of things, uh, and which is crazy to see uh, that that many people are interested in it. So let's just jump on into the interview and get into it. Pari, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I usually uh, don't see people that are younger than me chatting about uh, personal finance in you know these different ways. So you know I'm new to TikTok. I'm just learning, and I'm like, wow, there's so many other kids on this thing like around my age. So I have to have to chat with them. So really quick, uh, just just quickly run through your story. Uh, we were chatting a bit before um, that we started recording here, and, and just kind of get into it and uh, talk about what made you want to start that. Yeah, of course. So like you said, um, I am younger, younger than you. I actually am 18 years old. Um, I don't like telling people that just like on my platform, just because it like, doesn't give me any credibility, credibility, like whatsoever. Um, but I am actually sitting in my college, like I'm in college right now. Um, I go to the university of Minnesota and that's kind of like where I'll start. Uh, kind of before high school, um, era, the way that I like grew up. I was always, you know, like, I always wanted to get into a really good school, um, Harvard, Stanford, the top Ivy Leagues. That was like always what my mindset was. And now it's extremely different. Like I'm literally going to drop out in less than a year. Um, so I'll kind of wow. just go into that in and of itself. Yeah. So pretty much the change that happened was I, during, during high school, at least I was pushing myself super, super, super hard. So like staying up all night, not eating, um, my hair was literally falling out at one point just because I wasn't prioritizing my health or my mental health, like super stressed, taking very hard classes. I wanted to be a STEM girl. I wanted to either do biomedical, um, maybe computer science. I know that that's a little bit more laid back. That's what I wanted to do all the way up until a couple months before quarantine happened and before coronavirus hit. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much, I mean, all the way up until my senior year, this was, this was the dream. I was going to, you know, maybe get a job at Google, Amazon, Facebook, um, or, you know, get to know what other industries were like, but I was going to get a degree and I was going to, you know, the whole dream was to make big stacks, um, through that. And like, I was really excited for that. That's what my family wanted me to do. That's what I wanted to do. That's what everyone around me was doing. Um, but I, I kind of had this like epiphany that, you know, if I do that, I'm not going to be happy. And I, I started researching, you know, like I, there was a point where I wanted to be an engineer too. So I started researching, like, do these jobs, like people who are 40, 50 years old, like, are you fulfilled people who have these jobs and you can, you can search up maybe like Reddit, um, any sort of forum has this kind of information. And like, I started looking at their stories and they weren't fulfilled. And I started talking to people, um, you know, and it, it just wasn't something that I, like, I, I knew that I wouldn't, I wouldn't enjoy doing what I thought that I would enjoy. 
Um, yeah, so coronavirus hit and I suddenly had a lot of time on my hands. Um, I, I didn't end up getting into the schools that I, I wanted to just because I was so stressed out that I procrastinated um, applying even. So I was pretty, pretty de dejected. Um, this was, I think, early March. And I realized it kind of hit me that I had to get into personal finance and I had to learn my learn my shit or I would I would be like on the streets pretty much like I would be very behind in what I wanted to do and any sort of things like I I, I pretty much had to teach everything to myself and I already was affiliated with like not affiliated but I already watched Gary V um, Graham Stephan, like the kind of the basic finance YouTubers, like the very motivational um, people on the internet. And I already had an idea of what like social media content and social media education looked like, um, especially in the finance realm. But, you know, I'd never seen it done on any other like app, maybe Instagram, but not, definitely not TikTok. So I downloaded TikTok for the purpose of, you know, just getting a good laugh, maybe yeah, <laughs> um, finding some cool people on there. But I, you know, I, I ended up having a couple finance people pop up on my for you page at some point. I don't even know how that happened because I wasn't even watching any videos related to that. But um, yeah, so they were all mainly like the demographic of it was very like white, all male. Um, and I was like, they're talking about the same things that I'm well affiliated with by now. Like I, I know what they're talking about. I could probably teach what they're talking about. Why don't I do it? Like let's see what happens. Um, if someone sees someone like me teaching this stuff, you, you usually see like men in this industry, like I said, Gary Vee, Graham Stephan. Um, I, I genuinely wanted to see if I could do it and if I would be treated the same, if I would be, you know, like respected in the same sense. It was, it was kind of like a social experiment almost. So I released my first video and it was just top five index funds. It was very, very cringy. Um, <laughs> I could literally go back to it. I can't even, I can barely watch it, but it, it ended up going viral for what I would call viral at that time. It got 20K views, um, mainly people hating on me, <laughs> um, mainly like mainly, mainly day traders hating on me, I should say, but it, you know, like the views themselves made me, made me post another one. Um, and then another after that. And then I started getting comments and DMS from people who didn't even, you know, who, who were where I was maybe a couple years ago. Um, who wanted to learn from me. And I was like, oh, like, let me just start answering their questions through TikToks. So then I continued with it. And all of a sudden, like, there was there was a point where I, I, I posted a video and um, Barbara from Shark Tank liked it. And I think that at that point, at oh. that point, that was the, that was, that was, that was the minute where I was like, this could take me somewhere. Because if she has seen my face and she can now spot me like, you know, like within the next 24 hours, if she saw me, she would be able to like, yeah, put me out in a crowd. And that's framing it like that made me realize that like the whole reason that I went to call it, that I was wanting to go to Harvard, whatever, Stanford, blah, blah, blah was because of the, the connections that I could make. But I realized that TikTok could give the same thing. So I, I just kept kind of going with it. And now I have more than I can ask for. Yeah. So that's incredible. So when so you just literally on, on a whim just kind of dropped something and it just kind of blew up and you're like, whoa, what the hell? Like what what what's going on? Like so when you when that happened, how did you 
sort of like pivot from like, were you discouraged or were you kind of like, Oh, like who cares? Like, this is just dope. Like, I'm just going to do this again. Like, were you resilient like that? Like kind of take me through that first, those first uh, initial uh, videos. Let me, okay. Let me actually back up to when I posted my first video. It is not as seamless as I make it sound. It was, there's, there's something. And, and when I say this, like every single person who has ever posted something online, like they can empathize with this. And I never realized it before, but you associate your ego with the amount of likes. And it's not like, you know, it's not like Instagram or Facebook um, where it's like just your friends and family. Like when you're trying to do something um, like, you know, put out content that you work hard on. Like I spent hours on my first video. It was so bad, but I spent hours editing it, making it perfect down to like the split second, making my voice, like re-recording my voice, trying to make myself not come off as like ignorant or dumb. Um, like I, I put a lot of time into it. So the idea that maybe it might not like with the intent of like this, I want this to go viral, like with the idea that the audience should like this so when it doesn't you know when it when when you first post it and you press that like post button and you're like waiting for like at least one view or like one like and then it's just not happening and then maybe you're waiting you know you're waiting the next five minutes for another like like it's very slow at the beginning I was like I should just delete this like I'm I literally should just delete this because it's so stupid like people are just going to scroll past it and not even care because it has literally zero likes. I don't have any videos. I don't have any followers. Like there's, there's no, like I would, I would scroll past it if I was, you know, looking at it. Um, so it's super nerve wracking. Like I remember just staring at my phone for literally an hour and it was just stuck at four likes. <laughs> and, like, and then, you know, I went to sleep and like the whole thing happens where you go to sleep and then you wake up and you're like, Oh my God. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's not that much, but it's still, it, you know, after that, like, I, I think I just fell in love with a rush at the beginning that it's not that way anymore, but that that's kind of what kept me going. <laughs> it's kind of like a drug. Right. <laughs> so, so you progress through, you, you drop a few videos, you're still getting traction. So you're, I mean, you're off to the races. Um, when did it really like pick up? Like, when did you get like, you know, millions of views kind of thing like that, like kind of take me through that kind of space because that's just like I can't even fathom that myself like so so kind of walk me through that yeah I mean it was pretty steady growth until a couple months ago I mean I only hit even 10k followers um back in I think it was August like I, I hit 10k in August and then it was very slow from 10 to 20k very slow from 20k to 50k very slow i mean like to put it in perspective like you started the account in march right uh yeah uh no hold on i started it in june you start you start you started the account in june and it like slow in tiktok time is is like in real time is like a millisecond right is it really <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean like you know you're, you're you know you're saying like um between zero and ten you know slow 10 to 20 slow and i'm thinking god that's like maybe a month in between like that's that's crazy you know when did it really really take off like when did you kind of hit that like you know millions of, of views kind of thing when did it when did it go like super duper viral for you i think something that i did to make that happen was actually start to post consistently um and like, like at least once a day type of thing before that it was like, I'd post 
once and then I won't post for the next three weeks and then I'd post again and then I won't post, you know? So even from like, I mean, I was at 70 K like two weeks ago, 70 K followers. And now I'm at 170, like two, I think. So, so I, I think it's like, and like, and like my past videos have started to go viral. So like, even even a couple months ago, I didn't have millions and millions of views. Um, that only happened like recently. <laughs> it's literally, it, it's just kind of like the rush. Like once one of you, the, the way the algorithm works is like once one of your videos starts to blow up, then all the rest of your videos will start to pick up as well. Um, and TikTok kind of like, you know, like latches onto you and realizes that you are a valuable, you know, creator. So that the the millions and millions of views only happened like this month i would say like that's it <laughs> that's so how, like how does like how does that even happen like you're just doing your thing you know you're getting you're doing your thing you got like you know you're getting good numbers and then like was it one video that just popped like took off and then like every video after that was big or like like i'm i'm just so curious myself like how how it works like yeah it's it's a very very unique algorithm and that's why like i love tiktok so much is that i mean one of the first videos that i ever did okay this is really this is really sad by the way i spend about like an hour editing each video right and the first video that hit 1.1 million or like 1 1 million at least was it was my it was a video called Tesla stock split and it was just like the news of Tesla stock splitting. It took me like nine seconds to shoot that video. I didn't even reshoot it or anything. I edited it in, in like five minutes. I put like you know like some text over here, um, but it was just like, hey guys, uh, Tesla is splitting you know five to one or whatever. So that's great. It's going to be cheaper to buy. Like if you can't access fractional shares. So that's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I posted it and I, I think I just got the news really quick. Like I, I was using Apple news at the time and they had like released the information. And so I was like, let me just make a video on this. It'll be kind of cool. Had didn't even work hard on the video. Cause I had no expectations of it going viral. I was just like, let me just see if like my followers or people on TikTok like informational content and that's, it's the one that blew up people. I mean, it blew up because people were kind of disputing in the comments, like stocks are bad. Um, Tesla's bad. Tesla's going to you know, fall or whatever it is, but that's kind of what made it blow up. Um, just the discussion of the stock itself and like what was happening. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what did it. That's bananas. So, so now you are just on a rocket ship. You don't know where you're heading. It's just up. Right. Um, so you, you mentioned you mentioned that you're you're thinking or considering uh, leaving school. I'd imagine this virality has something to do with it. So kind of walk me through um, what your what your thought process is and 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 where you're kind of trying to take your your platform. Of course, I'm, and I should I, I should mention that. Of course, it's not just social media that I'm banking everything on. I think that would be almost ignorant for me to do. Um, it's also, TikTok has opened up a lot of opportunities for me and I've met a lot of people through it. Um, and I've completely expanded my network. So I've met, you know, real estate agents, I've met mortgage brokers, I've met doctors, lawyers, like I've met all these people and I've been able to kind of see what every industry looks like and see what's right for me. And this is kind of like what's gone into the decision of like, is college even right for me? Do I even need a degree? 
Um, so when I first started TikTok, I wanted to get into the mortgage industry, um, or sorry, the real estate industry. And I really, really really, like selling sunset kind of thing. Like I wanted to do real estate and sell houses. And I was like, this is something that's really, really like, this is perfect. Like, I don't need, I don't need a college degree. Like college is stupid. I can literally make money doing this and it'll be perfect. Um, but then I started looking into looking into it more and it's just, it was just too saturated for me at that time. So another door opened and, um, I met someone who was in the mortgage industry and they were like, you know, like we can, we, we can get you, like, we can support you. We can take you in. Um, this, this would be like the perfect job for you. Like you're perfect for this. So, um, if you don't know what it is, a mortgage broker is pretty much someone who connects a borrower with, um, like a lender for a loan, especially like, it's like a loan for a house. That's what a mortgage is. Um, you're just getting a loan, um, for a house and that, I mean, like the idea of of it sounds extremely boring, but it's just one of those jobs that it's based on making friends and it's based on having friends and it's based on having that network. There's no there's no necessarily like competition in it that, you know, Silicon Valley startups or getting a job at like Apple, Google, Amazon, Facebook, there, there's, there's no toxic culture involved. It's something that there's a lot of old people in the industry. Like it's very, very wholesome. Um, that's just one of the things that attracted me to it. And obviously this is like the other side, this isn't really like the sparkly social media side of it, but it, it's, it's something that I, know that I'm going to prefer over whatever college had to offer me or whatever computer science had to offer me or whatever, you know, STEM had to offer me. Mm -hmm. So along with that decision, that, that is also what factored into like me dropping out of college. I know that I have a set career and I'm, you know, planning to take, I I will be um, getting my license in December. So I, I have everything set up with that. And then like social media is kind of just that passive income kind of thing. So that, that's the whole plan. It's not necessarily like I'm, you know, I'm hitting my goals to hit like a million on TikTok and somehow I'm going to be able to get a house. Like it's definitely, I, I, I'm not, I'm not Charlie D'Amelio. Like I, I don't think that that, you know, is set out for me, but. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you never know, but. That's the goal, but yeah. it's not the, it's not the, it's not the realistic. It's not the now. So. Right, 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 right. No, I, t- I totally hear you. Um, so, you know, I guess kind of, I'm just curious, like take me through, you know, uh, your, your overall, uh, message that you have in your content and, and other ways that you're getting your content out there. I mean, I saw that you're starting to go on Instagram and YouTube and things like that. Uh, so take me through, sort of what your core message is for, for young adults, because I mean, this whole podcast, I mean, new money podcast, right? It's, it's for young adults. So uh, I'm sure they're going to love you when they hear this, uh, you know, talk, tell me a bit about your message and then some different ways that you're going to, uh, continue to get it out there. Yeah. So, I mean, my main message is the stereotype is that it's the rich who invest and it's the rich who have assets or it's the rich who, stay rich and like, you know, like the middle class, stay middle class or whatever it is. It's, it's, it's pretty much the stereotype that like, you know, a man is the one who invests and you have that, like when, when I say like stockbroker, when I say, you know, hedge fund manager, you don't think, I mean, I don't even think of like a woman, like first off, I don't even think, I mean, a colored woman at that, I don't think of that. So like my goal is to make this 
not only a gender neutral thing, but also like not a class thing. I, I want that. I want, especially investing and like the stock market and having financial literacy. I, I really, really want it to just become a thing that we, we learn how to do just like putting clothes on or putting outfits together or like, you know, putting your shoes on or deciding shoes or, you know, like buying something like it should genuinely just be a thing. It should be, it should be just like math. I, I don't know why they don't teach it in most schools. I don't know why they, I, I mean, I don't know what um, Canada looks like, but. The exact same. Like we, we don't really talk about it much. <laughs> like, it's just not really talked about much. Like just imagine if they emphasized, I mean, there's a reason that they're not talking about it and it's, you know, it's so everybody doesn't get the same opportunity. Um, but even besides that, like if, if they, if they taught it just as much as they taught anything else in school, we would, we would have a very different society. We would have a very different structure. There would probably like, you know, we wouldn't have half the problems that we do right now. My, my goal. So I would, I would pretty much say that like, my goal is to make it a ubiquitous piece of knowledge. Like this is something that should be everywhere and it should just be the standard. It should be not only the standard. I mean, it should be the prerequisite to everything else that you want to do. Like, I don't, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. I don't care if you drop ship. I don't care if you have a jewelry store. I don't care if you're going to get a degree. I, I, I really don't care. Um, just, you know, like do do the financial stuff because you'll be able to achieve whatever you want to achieve. Like my, my goal here is to just keep people happy. Like <laughs> that finances, you know, I, I don't know if you know this, but like finances are the number one cause of divorce. Like it's a giant problem and we can totally avoid it. I did a podcast on uh, relationships and money and, and yeah, like I, I looked at some of the statistics you just mentioned and uh, you know, money being the number one. And I mean, I, I think that makes a lot of sense given that, um, the majority of people, uh, unfortunately don't handle money well. Uh, and so, uh, you know, finances aren't really talked about before people get married either. It's usually after the fact. And then, you know, it's just kind of all over the place. So that's, that's a prime example of, of what happens when, um, that conversation isn't at the forefront. So I absolutely love to see, you know, you out here making viral content around this stuff. So my next question is like, to me, I'm thinking, wow, like there, so there really is a thirst for this information. Like there really is our age group, like wants to know this stuff. And like, tell, like, what was that moment for you? Like when you're like, wow, like our age group actually does care about this shit. They just don't know about it. I mean, the moment was kind of, it's, it's all in the comment section and it's all in my DMs. Um, I'll see people who are like 12, 13, 14, who are like, can I invest? Um, how do I invest? Like, what do I need to know? Can you make more content like this? And like, like I said, it's, it's because their parents aren't well off. It's because they're not in a good place. And they, I'm sure that they see like all the media that goes on and all these people who do do well and all these people who do succeed. And they're like, how can I do it too? Because like, they, they want to get out of the situation that they're in. Um, that's more of what I see. I think that my followers are, are more of people who are lower middle class um, and even below that rather than, you know, people who are more well off. Like I, so I think it's a thing out of desperation almost. It's, it's not really, 
interest as much as it's like I'm opening like a, another door for them. That's that's really powerful. And you know, I, I I've never actually thought of it like that in terms of um you know, having that it's not necessarily interest, it's more like a need uh that they didn't really even know um was kind of there. It's kinda of like, whoa, like like they're they don't even know that these things are out there for them. You know what I mean? And and for you to kind of bring that content to the forefront is just like insane. So I mean uh, I, get, I mean, really quick, what, what is, what exactly do you recommend, um, to, to young, young adults with respect to their finances? Um, do you just say, just start investing and figure out the rest later? Like what, what's your sort of a like quick and dirty approach for you? Like, you know, pre, pre, where do I start? Like, what, what do you usually say? I mean, the first most essential thing is gaining that awareness. Cause I mean, you could go down a million rabbit holes. There's several different types of investing. There's several different types of side hustles. There's several different types of jobs. Like you can, you can pretty much get caught up in anything. And, and we see that, like we see this giant dropshipping community. Um, and you, you, when you look up like entrepreneur one time on YouTube yeah. and boom, like your entire, all you get are ads for, you know, like pretty much people who are going to scam you. Like you FBA, see, that. It's, yeah. pretty much, it's pretty much an echo chamber. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like my, my main thing is just get that unbiased knowledge. Um, it's free. It's everywhere. I'm not even talking about my TikTok. Like the purpose of my TikTok is just to introduce these ideas to you. So you can mm -hmm. go and figure it out. Like I'm trying to make your research easier. Um, I'm in no means, you know, like, don't watch my TikTok and go like do what I say. I, I don't really phrase it in any way where it's like this is an end all be all mm -hmm. anyway. But like definitely like my my I'm not trying to make it so that I'm your only source of knowledge. Like I totally promote. Um, like I want you to watch my video, exit out of the app, and go look it up on Investopedia. Go look it up on Google. Like mm -hmm. just make yourself like literally the first step, especially if you're that young. Your first step is to get smart about money. Your first step is to know your options. And then obviously you can decide what you have to do. Stocks and investing may not be the best thing for someone. Um, you have to know yourself because like, even when I started, I was, I literally started off like day trading. Now I, I don't day trade at all. I think it's a complete waste of time, at least for me. I mean, like you, you guys probably know the 80% statistic, like 80% of day traders fail, yeah. but like, like I did it for fun. Like I literally did it for fun. It, it, I don't condone it. And I don't think that it should be an accurate, you know, way of looking at it. But most people think that day trading is what stocks are, you know? Um, so just like, that's, that's an example right there. Like stocks are not for everyone. Cause if you're going to get carried away and start gambling with it and it's not for you, you know, like, and I don't mean that like, don't day trade, don't like dabble in it. Don't have fun. I'm just saying that, like, if you are trying to build wealth, do not start off and day trade, please, <laughs> because, like, you, you're you going to lose money. Like, there's no way that you're not, um, you know, so just, like, awareness, that that's all, because you know what's right for your situation, and you know what's right for you. That, and, that's, and that's great advice, and, um, you know, I see, I'm starting to see a lot of that sort of day trading content, obviously, like, swing trading and things with, like, Tesla and, and, um, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. And I think, yeah, you, you touched on a great thing there that, 
you're going to lose in the long term. Like you might hit a big win, but there's like two big losses that are going to come right after that, uh, with, with stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. And obviously you want somebody to get started period versus not, but you also don't want them to lose everything because I mean, I was looking at, um, like, so we don't have Robin Hood in Canada. We have different platforms and stuff like that, but there's been this huge surge with with people just jumping on Robinhood because it's so easy and it's gamified and it's like all it's it's there's like bright like I've looked at the platform myself and it's just like it's like it looks like a game but I started to read a lot of like things on um, kids like putting them some money in young kids like putting them in IRAs and and just losing a ton of money and then option trading um, and then there was this one uh, scenario I don't know if you've heard of it um, unfortunately a, a kid um, you know did something very unfortunate because he, he, he really didn't know what was going on um, with respect to his account and his, the, the numbers, um, you know, weren't showing uh, correctly there. So, you know, it, it is a very dangerous thing. So how do you sort of, have you gotten feedback around that? Like um, from maybe older people that are, have said like, Hey, like this is dangerous. Maybe, you know, that kind of rhetoric or I mean, I mean, walk me through that. I mean, not from older people. I, I remember back in the day, I, and this was, this was the point where I was like, I was done with day trading. Um, but I made a video on Robinhood. Um, but it was for the purpose of promoting index funds and ETFs. And I was like, if you want to start investing, like, you know, there's a link in my bio for Robinhood and you can download it. And then once you, once you have it downloaded, just like look up, just invest in ETFs. It's the easiest way you can start investing. And it's a great mm. place to start. And I got a lot of hate for promoting Robinhood. And I don't think that it's Robinhood itself. I think it's the people who are the kind of people who use Robinhood. Um, and like, like my video, I still don't regret posting that. Like, I, I don't think that that was like a bad video. You can still use Robinhood. I, I still have a Robinhood account. I have over like, you know, $8,000 in my Robinhood account. And I just, I still use it because I, I think it's a really great platform. It's very practical. And I think it's great for beginners. I just don't think that, I mean, it's, it's the way that you use it. I, 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 I haven't heard from older people though. I know that, um, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard from older people that it's like a bad, it's a bad platform to use. Um, it's mainly people who are like our age. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard, I've seen a lot of different articles on, you know, them condemning and Robin Hood, you know, you know, they owe, you know, people, the newer users more and all this kind of stuff. Like you said, I, I tend to agree with you more on, you know, it's not Robin Hood. It's kind of like, it's just a function of people using it. And, you know, it, that's, that's a whole, uh, thing in itself. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I mean, kind of just take me through, uh, you know, we can wrap it up here really quick. Take me through, you know, some of the, your next steps. Uh, you know, I know you touched on, uh, you're getting your license in December to kind of, kind of walk me through, um, where exactly you'd like to be with your page and your content and, um, you know, what you'd like to see, uh, with respect to personal finance in the future. Of course. So one of my goals for like, at least my page and one of my goals, like overall and why I'm still doing this. And like, if you will, like my purpose on this earth that I see is like, I, I think that there's a lot of toxic positivity that goes on. And I spoke about, um, I spoke about Graham, Stefan and Gary B before, but specifically, Gary V. I'm not hating on him and I don't want it to come off like I am, but his kind of niche of content 
is very work hard. Um, you know, like don't get sleep. Working is more important than sleep. You know, like give everything up, just put your head down and work during your twenties and then it'll pay off in your thirties. Like, you know, he said this and there's a lot of content like that where it's just like grind, 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 grind. Um, and you'll get that beautiful car. You'll get that beautiful house. You'll get whatever you want. Um, like delayed gratification kind of thing. And so one of my, one of my overall goals is just to clear that up because I had that mindset for so long. It wasn't really in respect to finance. It was more, I, I talked about this before, but it was in the respect to like grades in school. Um, this is around when I was watching his content and it really, really motivated me. And this was why I was justifying staying up and not eating and doing all this stuff, um, which ultimately led to my downfall. <laughs> Um, you know, like me not having good mental health and me not even knowing why I'm on this earth and like what I'm even doing with my time or like why I'm doing it. And like, what even is the purpose of anything? If like in the end, you know, like I'm, I'm going to die anyway. <laughs> like it, it caused me to, you know, have some Socratic dialogue within myself. Um, but my, my goal is to help people through that midlife crisis, if you will, that we all kind of go through at some point in our lives. I think that I had it a little bit earlier than a lot of people, but um, that realization of like, how, how am I supposed to coexist with making money and doing the things that I want to do and having these goals and like uh, all this pressure on me? And how am I supposed to, you know, also relax and take it easy and be at peace? Because ultimately that's what we're all looking for. Um, so yeah, like my, my goal is to just tell people like, Hey, it's possible. Like I'm doing it. And so I'm trying to push my content and my niche a little bit bigger to include not self-help. I, I don't, I don't really have a word for it yet, but just, you know, taking care of yourself, <laughs> like, uh, not having that super, super go hard on yourself, like grind it out content more just like, yo, like, do this. It's easy. I'm here to make your life easier. Um, I'm your life coach kind of thing. You're so right that this, um, this hustle culture of, of, of grinding. And I mean, like, listen, I, I went through the same thing. Like, um, I, you know, and I, I think it was like, man, two, three years ago, I, I was bartending probably like 30 hours a week. And I was working my full-time job, like 55, 60 hours. Like I was putting in like 80, 90 hour weeks. And uh, I was hustling on the side, like, and, and I was in that mode. I was in the Gary V mode. Like I was like, yo, I got to grind. Gotta, like, I can't stop. Can't stop. And it was dope. And like you said, like I was like super motivated and then I'd hit these fucking brick walls and like, it is like nothing I've ever experienced before. And, uh, I really like had to step back and be like, Hey, like, this is not the way dude. Like you're going to, you're not going to get far long-term if you just keep like, running a hundred million miles an hour and then hitting a wall and then, and then just trying to go back. So I absolutely like love that mission. Um, and, and of, of trying to find that middle ground where you're not just loafing and you're just not doing anything, right. There's some giddy up there. Um, but you know, you're not hitting walls and things like that. So, um, I love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you so much, uh, for coming on and sharing your, um, your inspiration and, and kind of like, you are so well-spoken for 18, like, phenomenally like probably the most well-spoken person at 18 i mean when i was 18 people weren't didn't sound like you you know what i mean so 
Uh, thank you so much. I wish you uh, nothing but the best. Uh, and I and I hope to uh, have you back on the show when you know you're in the millions and millions of subscribers or wherever you're heading. I'd love to be back. The OG. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, free. Thank you so much again, and we'll talk soon. Take care. Yeah, of course. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. It was really cool to hear about Pri's story and how you know she really wants to make a, an impact on the financial landscape, especially among young adults. So that's it for me this week, guys. Thank you so much again for tuning in, listening. I really, really appreciate each and every one of you. But for now, I am out this mother. Peace.